a $10,000 Bitcoin. We're looking at a logarithmic chart here and a $100,000 Bitcoin doesn't seem too unrealistic when we look at a chart like this that I made here in December of 2019. You can see we actually have broken down from this major logarithmic chart here and we are now below the support level. So is the $100,000 Bitcoin possible or not? We're going to be looking at some deep fundamentals as well as some technicals. As you can see here with this bear flag currently forming, we've already went above 7,000 US dollars twice in the last 48 hours. But I'm going to talk about why this bear flag is still in play and that the majority of people that are actually drawing an ascending triangle here, I'm going to actually use uh, this polyline tool. You'll see a lot of analysts drawing this ascending triangle here. In my opinion, this is false because they are not taking into account this wick that occurred yesterday. And so I want you guys to pay attention today and realize we're going to be going through some technicals along with some fundamentals. And you can see here the hash rate distribution over time. I wanted to point this out because a lot of you guys have been asking me about this chart here, looking at hash rate, seeing this major drop and people are worried and saying that, oh, well, there's no miners in the market. How is this upcoming? halving going to take place. Don't make fun of me on that. I'm actually saying it wrong on purpose. Somebody sent me a message. Thank you for sending me a message. He said it's said the halving, um, but I just it sounds weird to me. So I like saying the halving. But anyways, what really matters in this chart is I want you guys to realize that the major mining pools are doing very well while the my the miners that are unknown here, the smaller miners that the, the home miners are the ones we're seeing a major decline in hash rate. And so what matters here is the fact that the big mining pools are still in control here. But there's also a little issue, in my opinion, when it comes to the decentralization of the hash rate and it being focused on less than six major mining pools. And so we're going to be talking about a little bit of that, uh, but understand that the halving is coming up here in less than 40 days. And that's going to be a major, major news break for a lot of people that are yet to enter this market. You can see confirmed transactions per day slowly creeping up, but still at these low levels. And I'm not surprised with this global pandemic. Of course, there's just a lot less business. There's a lot less transactions and exchanges uh, of goods and services. And so this is totally expected and totally fine. But the crypto fear and greed index starting to rise up at 14. We were at 12 yesterday or on Wednesday when we did our last video. You can see we're starting to slowly head up uh, and why that is going to potentially allow Bitcoin to see a short term breakout to 8000. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I want you guys to realize a big part of what's happening right now is going to be due to the equity markets and how they perform amongst this global pandemic. And so when we are looking at Bitcoin's price, we want to also look at equity markets and say to ourselves, have we yet hit the bottom? And so I'm going to be showing you guys a couple charts and going through some of these very interesting correlations and why we potentially have seen the bottom of the stock market. But there's a big chance that we have yet to see that just because of the fact that we're just now starting to see 
these major records being broken. You can see U.S. jobless claims over 6.65 million uh, in the last week. And then last week we were at 3.3 million. So we broke a record last week. We broke a new record this week. And what's very interesting about that is when we look at the actual non-farm payrolls, which are the documented jobless claims. See, the other chart is just who's applying for unemployment. This chart is actually showing the companies that are removing people from payroll. And these are more permanent and in my opinion, more, uh, you know, uh, 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 they matter more. And you can see we've got uh, a very high amount here, over 700,000 comparable uh, to the 2008 recession. Uh, but this time it's come really fast and really hard. Uh, it wasn't even just creeping up. And so that's a very interesting fact. And I think that this chart really shows you that we've never seen something like what we're seeing right now with this global pandemic. The last time this happened was in 1917. I saw a Trump uh, administration Corona task force virus meeting that I'm sure a lot of you guys have been keeping up with, which is important to keep up with right now because of the fact that these equity markets and Bitcoin, they're really being affected by the virus. And of course, the stimulus package was already put in place with the $2 trillion uh, and so really the equity markets are following the fundamentals of this virus. And I see we've got Eduardo Benitez and a lot of you guys on the chat. I'll take that question in just a sec. He just said, bro, your book recommendation have changed my life. The slight edge, think and grow rich and laws of success. I will be buying more real estate during this recession. Keep up the good work, brother. Thank you so much. By the way, real estate in 2008 didn't find a bottom until 2012. There's, there's a quick tip for you, Eduardo. I know a lot of multimillionaire uh, and billionaire real estate friends uh, that uh, uh, you know I, I've been in contact with recently about this and just trying to see what they're doing. Uh, and so a lot of them are starting new LLCs and getting ready for a ton of short sales coming up in the market, a ton of bank owned properties like we saw in 2008, uh, because tons of opportunities can arise from that. So be patient uh, and also be patient if you're in equity markets, because we don't know if we've found the bottom yet. We're going to look at some charts, but We've never seen this before. We've never seen 700,000 off payroll with a snap of a finger coming from record low unemployment rates. The last time we saw this was in 1929 in the Great Depression. And people don't realize this, but we were also at a 3.1% unemployment rate at that time. It was record lows at the time, just like we were coming into 2020. And then it wasn't until 1930 that we hit 8%, 1931 that we hit 15%. And then, of course, the famous 20 5% unemployment rate was 1932 to 1934. That was the duration of the Great Depression. But realize that we're already at a 9% unemployment rate and it's only been two weeks. And so very interesting charts. We're going to look at some positive uh, here for Bitcoin. I'm going to try to get out of the way here. I don't want I want to take the mic with me, uh, but very important. Check this out. More people on Bakht are opting for Bitcoin settled future contracts versus cash settled. What does that mean? They'd rather have Bitcoin. Very interesting to see that because we're also seeing that with the gold right now where there's a shortage in gold when it comes to the futures contracts and how they settle. People are like, I don't want the cash. I want the gold. And we're seeing a shortage. Interesting that Bitcoin seeing that. And then, of course, volume coming back up to the volume that we saw when Bitcoin saw the massive drop below 4000. That's a very interesting fact there. And then, of course, the Bitcoin halving. I'm going to say it the way I want. <laughs> like the video if you guys like the way I say it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll use it for a positive thing. But 40 days away, 
the supply getting cut in half very important deal so first and foremost i want to look at this big logarithmic chart that i drew out in december if you guys are following me on trading view then you guys know i posted this chart or if you guys are in our discord discord.gg profits you guys saw this now you can see these two points here are where the 50 week and the 200 week moving average crossed and they were really the initiation uh of the uh, trend that we saw Bitcoin go from $400 to $20,000. Uh, and that really started in, in 2016 of May. Uh, what's also interesting is when we look at uh, what happened around this time, it was also around the time of the halving, right? It was it, right in uh, it, around that June time uh, that that halving uh, occurred here. So you can see the, the halving was uh, really around uh, this exact time frame. Uh, if we were to look here, this is really where that halving occurred. And then of course the bitcoin price immediately fled upwards and so very interestingly enough the same thing is happening right now where we've got that 50 and 200 week crossing uh but you can see with this chart we were expecting price action to uh come from this low and then of course slowly and gradually go up but with what is happening with this virus of course that didn't happen and interestingly enough we broke this major logarithmic trend line and you can see we're now right here at that $3,800 level where we bottomed out and we have yet to come back above this logarithmic trend line and so I think it's very important to watch this logarithmic trend line because if we really care about the health of Bitcoin long term, we want to go above that range. Now realize we've already tested over 7,000 twice in the last two days. If we look at this chart here, you know, a lot of people are drawing an ascending triangle, but I don't like drawing that ascending triangle because there's a clear parallel channel forming here. Now, this is a logarithmic chart, so I'm not going to go ahead and draw too much here, but realize that the resistance is right around that 8,000 to $8,200 level before we're back inside of this range that we really want to get above because you can see it tried its best to hold as we can see here sorry this is uh, showing in white let me turn this into black so you can see here uh, we tried our best uh, to hold here uh, but of course that did not hold and we broke down as soon as we broke down we saw the major push from 7600 down to below 4,000 and of course now we're in that consolidation range I believe we'll have a chance to get one more $5,500 Bitcoin I don't think we'll come down to this lower range and I'll talk about that when we do our more micro analysis but in the macro I want you guys to realize that we want to get above this range and come back here so we can continue this trend up because this was a major disappointment uh, but it was very much uh, justifiable due to the global pandemic. And I'm sure that some of you guys can agree with that. Rumber08 on YouTube says, hi, Pablo on Twitter says, what are we looking at again? This is the major logarithmic chart here that I drew out in December, 2016. I'm sorry, to December, 2019. Uh, so this was about four months ago. And you can see here the Bitcoin halving occurred right here around june that initiated that rally uh and now we've got the new bitcoin halving coming up in less than 40 days and it's a very similar set and play here where we had that 50 and that 200 week moving average crossover 
This was the only time it happened right before the halving. This is the second time it's happened right before the halving. And interestingly enough, we're set to see this push up. And so I want to go to this micro because I want you guys to realize what's happening right now. So we tested above the mid range of this bear uh, flag that's forming. Uh, and I, I really don't like the people drawing the ascending triangle here just because I don't see this as a bullish pattern. Even if you want to consider this an ascending triangle, we're in a downtrend. At the end of the day, this is a downtrend. If you look here, this is down, right? So we're coming down right now. And during any sort of big push and move to the downside, we want to obviously see this sort of uh, this sort of bear flag form here where you see a small amount of buyers come in and buy up the flag and then typically that bear flag will break. Now, interestingly enough, when you look at the resistance of this bear flag, you can see the resistance is also around that 79 or I'd say $8,000 level. Uh, if we really want to extend this, you can see here if we've got this uh, properly formed channel here, which which is the bear flag. And we were to look at where that resistance is. You can see here, uh, we really want to look at consolidation, the previous consolidation, right? And so that previous consolidation is going to be right here around that $8,200 level. Remember, that's the level we want to get above when it comes to coming back into that logarithmic uptrend. And you can see that's also coinciding with if we were to consolidate in this range and we were to see a breakout to the upside, we could hit that $8,200 level before seeing a push back down and break this bear flag. Ideally, I want to break this ascending support level. That's the main thing here. I want this ascending support level to break here soon. Now, I understand we can sit here and say, okay, the feds are printing trillions and trillions of dollars. We're seeing US jobless claims at 10 million record highs. And we can go on and on about the Great Depression and the hyperinflation of the US dollar, which you know, it's a big probability, uh, but it's highly unlikely unless we see continued, uh, you know, uh, printing, I guess you can say, uh, because at the end of the day, when we looked at the central bank's total assets on our video on Wednesday, you can see the European Central Bank is following the feds right now, printing money. And of course, we're going to expect the Bank of Japan, the bank, uh, the People's Bank of China to also follow with that. Uh, and so the currencies will eventually balance themselves out. But the point is, I'm looking for an entry at that 200 week moving average. And I've talked to you guys about that in the past. And so realize that there's a high probability that yes, we could break out to the upside because I'm bullish long term for Bitcoin. But in the medium and short term right now, I'm very neutral and I'm neutral because we're stuck in this bear flag and this bear flag could still stay in play even at 8200. Now, if we get above 8200 and then break down, I don't think that would be the ideal scenario. I'd like for us to break down here soon. I'd like for this to break down here for us to test that 200 week moving average and then for us to see a continuation to the upside and then eventually creep our way back into that $8,200 level. I just would rather see that than for us to go back into this logarithmic support level and then just go back out of it because that would be a little bit more bearish in my opinion versus for us to stay below it see the lower lows here, maybe even see a double bottom potentially, not maybe double bottom of the 3900 level, but maybe uh, some sort of double bottom here, maybe to the, the, the support of this ascending flag, 4600 potentially, then a continuation upside. I think a big part of this is going to have to do with the equity markets, how they perform, 
along with looking at gold. Do I think the halving is going to affect this too much right now? No, because when we look in the past, the halving really doesn't come into play until a few months after when people start clicking, people start realizing what's happening. And so I think that's important. Then when we look at this other macro chart where I've got some major resistance and support levels drawn out for you guys, what you can see here as well is this 200 week moving average right at 5600 is right where the midpoint is for all of these major macro support and resistance levels. When I say macro support and resistance, this is dating back to 2017, as well as these levels here. I drew out uh, a dotted horizontal line for each one of the support and resistance levels. Uh, and if you guys are in our discord and you guys are following our trades, you guys know it really helps us to determine uh, when we're going in and out. You can even see here on this four hour chart, um, you know, typically we're, we're moving within these ranges you can see anything in this little range here where there's not much support and resistance we usually fly through right or we find support or we find resistance and so i like drawing those out on some charts just to have those there uh, but that 200 moving average is right in the middle and at the end of the day we saw on wednesday that there's a record 1.6 billion in usdt sitting on the sidelines right now and so where is that money going to go i think that they're waiting for better price levels i think the whales are waiting we've already tested the support level twice we've tested this resistance several times we've even went above it but we've yet to see a major breakout uh, because everything has been followed by major sell pressure and the whole time we're sitting in low volume and so realize that i think that there is a big possibility that we see at least one big red uh, volume bar come in and for us to to finally get a more solid position here at that fifty six hundred dollar level do i think it's going to be uh you know it's going to last for a while probably not i think it'll be a short-lived breakout and so very important i hope you guys enjoyed that uh but i do have some very important things to talk about here i see your manura says sure i see jobless people are buying bitcoin in droves yeah lots of people are talking about bitcoin right now billionaires talking about bitcoin people hitting me up saying how do i buy bitcoin we're seeing the interest that we saw in 2017, and it's because people are super uncertain about the the, the monetary policies put in place with this quantitative easing. Uh, but realize that yes, we've talked about hyperinflation, but it's very improbable for that to happen. You go to like Zimbabwe, where they've got a 10 trillion dollar bill, which is equivalent to like 40 cents in U.S. dollars. I don't think that's going to happen to the U.S. dollars. The U.S. dollar is the reserve of the world. Everyone compares their currency to the U.S. dollar. But at the end of the day, it is an issue. It's an issue that needs to be addressed. Uh, and so the central banks just pumping money into their economy. It's artificial. And so I think it's very important to watch and see, have we found the bottom yet for equity markets? So we're going to be talking about that more than anything. But realize the hash rate you can see with the distribution of hash rate, the major mining pools, they're sticking to mining. And so we're not seeing major miners, uh, you know, uh, get fallen out here. As a matter of fact, you can see OKX pool is actually increasing its mining output here uh, as we start to see uh, this turmoil in the global economies. Uh, and so the really the ones getting wiped out. The reason the hash rates are going down, as you can see in this bottom percentage, this bottom the bottom feeders here, the unknown, which are typically the mom and pop miners, the people that have the mining rigs in their backyard, those are the ones shutting off right now because they don't see it profitable. But the major mining pools, for the most part, are doing quite well. So I think that's important to realize here when we're looking at total hash rate. And then, of course, we want to look at these uh, major headlines here, of course. Uh, now, the jobless claims here that we uh, just talked about, 
hitting that new record of 6.65 million and that broke last week's record of over 3 million very important to realize that this could also signify a potential bottom now i'm not going to sit here and say that we've found the bottom because we don't know the fact of the matter is nobody knows the reason nobody knows is it's all determined on this global pandemic and how this plays out and so it's all fundamentals right now versus technicals. And so as much as you can watch these technical charts of people saying, oh, well, now we're in a 20 to 30 year bear cycle or now we're in a 10 year bear cycle. You cannot trust that. You have to understand we've never seen something like this before. We've never had such an economy with a pandemic. And so we don't know what this melting pot is going to result in. But when we look at the past, that's the best indicator of the future. You can see it says stocks bottom before jobless claims peak. And I'd like to say that we're going to soon see the peak of this jobless claims because the peak is not just going to happen four months from now. The point is most people are being laid off now and understand that these charts are kind of skewed in some ways, because when you understand the stimulus bill, the two trillion dollar stimulus bill, they allowed independent contractors for the first time ever. Those are Uber drivers. Those are Airbnb hosts. Those are Instacart gig workers, pretty much. They let them apply for unemployment for the first time ever. So they opened up a big door for people to come in and apply. And so I don't want you guys to you know, say that this is all hope and everything is going great and we're fine. But I also don't want you guys to freak out and say it's doom and gloom. It's, you know, let's buy our guns. Let's get our bug out kits ready and let's move to Montana. That's not, you know, we want to stay real here. We, we, we want to be in the middle. Uh, we want to realize that at the end of the day that a lot of these charts are exaggerated in many ways. And so, uh, yes, we saw 6.65 million unemployment claims. But at the end of the day, they're including independent contractors where in the past that was never allowed, right? So that stimulus bill changed a lot, uh, but realize that we've pretty much seen the majority. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not saying that there's not going to be a lot more. I'm still, I, I still expect millions to come in the next weeks, uh, but it's either this week or next week that I think we're going to see the peak. I mean, people are losing jobs now and it's fast. Uh, as you can see with uh, this chart here, you can see over 701,000 immediately a snap of a finger on non-farm payrolls. This is a more accurate depiction of who's actually losing their jobs from payroll because this is coming from the companies itself. You can see there's never been a time in the past where we've seen just a huge jolt like that. Uh, and, and so realize that it is very potential. It's There's a big chance that we've seen the stock market bottom. You can see here, uh, 4-18-2013, we saw the peak amount of claims. We, en we ended up bottoming out here uh, before that date. Uh, same thing happened here. So once again, these charts, you know, they're the best that we have right now because we've never had such a strong economy with uh, a global pandemic thrown in the mix. And so realize that it's a very unique time in history. And I'm going to end with understanding the fact that there's obvious interest in Bitcoin here. Bitcoin is obviously going to become more and more bullish. And I think this is for the first time ever. Uh, you know, there was a time here, actually, but it's it's been a while since we've seen uh, more interest in Bitcoin settled contracts versus cash settled contracts. So that's an important fact here. Uh, but, you know, you can see on the 16th of March, anytime we see this volume really go up, you can see we, we, we we're seeing more interest in in Bitcoin settled contracts. Very important to realize people are preferring Bitcoin over 
cash settlement. And so I think that's important uh, to, to keep in mind here. And so, you know, Bitcoin is an obvious hedge here, uh, but realize that at the end of the day, the halving is going to be the last final push. And what I love about this is the fact that everything's shutting down right now. You know, if you guys agree with me, then say something in the chat or the comments, but isn't it f awesome how everything's shutting down, everything is being delayed, but the Bitcoin halving here doesn't stop. The countdown keeps going and it's still coming 40 days from now, whether the world ends or not. If you guys love that, like this video, because that's what I love about Bitcoin. It's that fact that it's not controlled by outside circumstances. It's not controlled by the government. It's not controlled by anything, but it's natural deflationary properties. And so I was actually reading the white paper today and it was so interesting to, to get come back to that because it's been a while since I've went through that. Uh, you know, I've read it many times, but uh, going through that, you know, it, it really makes you appreciate the ones who wrote it and uh, and and you know the, the the person or the group the Satoshi Nakamoto pseudonym and whoever that is uh, because like Noster on the live stream here says uh, it's it, it it's such a beautiful thing to see that that no matter what the fundamentals stay true and so SK says tether will save us I think we're seeing a lot of tether because we're seeing a lot of people want to transfer money, move money, hold money in certain areas, and they don't want it in banks. Uh, and so Tether is not just a solution for Bitcoin, but it's also a solution to have money a little bit more in your control in certain ways. Um, because, you know, there's a big controversy, there's a big lawsuit going on right now. And so it's very interesting. So Bitcoin to 100,000, like Moontime says here, is it possible? I think so, but we're going to have to get above 8,000. We're going to have to get back into this logarithmic trend. Uh, and I think that we're going to have to do what's most important for this whole community, and that's to spread the good word of Bitcoin. Uh, but most importantly, let people know and inform others about what's really happening right now in the world and in the economy with the Fed's printing money uh, and how that causes inflation. Uh, and, and the fact that there are areas and places that wealth can be stored and it's not just gold bitcoin is a very very uh justifiable option of uh, of a, a a storage of wealth and so how to start a business at home so satoshi is craig stephen right and if you don't know especially do your research at credright.net uh yeah i mean we could sit here and say that that's him but um you know who knows it's still a conspiracy nobody really knows Mr. Speedy says, I sell eggs and milk and will take your BTC. I think you'd be better off selling toilet paper and N95 masks. Hey, I am Zvazu says, storage of wealth or storage of value? It's both, you know, because understand that as a storage of value, it's for people to store their wealth because who wants to store their wealth in a government bond that's just being inflated by a central bank or who wants to store their wealth with uh, a company that, you know, is doing well, but is hype, you know, is inflated by the government bailing them out, right? And so it's just the Bitcoin is a storage of wealth, a storage of value, and a means of exchange. And there's nothing else like it. It's the most, uh, you know, unique asset I've ever seen in my lifetime. Uh, and I, you know, I, I haven't been here as long as a lot of you guys, uh, but I'm sure you guys could attest to that. You know, there's nothing else that's a storage of value. 
as well as a volatile asset. And that's only going to be Bitcoin. You know, gold is just the storage of value while the stock market's a very volatile asset. But Bitcoin's a combination of both. That's why we see it. You know, it, it follows the stock market, follows gold, jumps back and forth. Big reason for that. So UFO nut says have cash ready, afraid to stock more sats now waiting for dip. It's always smart to buy the dip, you know, um, and, and so I think the major key support to watch here is going to be this ascending macro bullish triangle for me. I say it's bullish because it's number one coming from an uptrend and number two, it, it is a bullish symmetrical triangle. Uh, but that forty six hundred dollar level, we want to watch that if we break down below that things could get ugly. I, do I expect that to happen? Not with the halving coming up in less than 50 days. Um, the real question is, when are we going to get back above 8200? When are we going to get back into this big logarithmic trend? Because we need to get back in here. I think it's uh, almost, uh, you know, it, it's almost a necessity at this point, uh, And it has to happen in the next few months. Um, and so let's say uh, SK says, if Craig prices his Satoshi, I'll sell all my BTC. Some people like gold like Peter. Interesting. Peter says, but we're still going to have to wait six to eight months. Tether will save us. Well, it seems like you guys are having fun. Well, I'll see you guys on the Discord. If you enjoyed the content, like the video, uh, turn on your post notifications, uh, and I will see you guys here on Monday. If you have any other questions, I'd love to address them. But outside of that, I think we went over some great things today, and uh, I can't wait for Monday. And, you know, it's just such an exciting time in the market. So many opportunities. And so, uh, you know, we're obviously behind the charts on our discord and we'll stay behind our charts. Uh, and I, I just can't wait to see how things unfold here. And so, you know, S&P 500, the Dow Jones didn't do much today, went really up and down, uh, closed almost 500 points down. But, you know, it's just, it's going to see a lot of volatility. The big question is, has it bottomed yet? And I think investors are waiting to see What's really happening with this virus? Is April 30th really going to be the day things open up or is it not going to be? And so if it's not, things could get worse. And so hi, I am Vaza says, do you think Bitcoin will reach 100,000? I think that we're in the ghetto phase as one of the billionaires on Anthony Popliano's podcast said, uh, where it's really an asset for traders right now more than anything. And a lot of the major institutions don't take it as serious. And so it needs to get out of that ghetto phase. It needs to get into the more uh, stable hands. It needs to be less volatile. And I think the only way for that to happen is for price to increase. I think that it makes sense with uh, mining revenue as well to keep these mining operations going. Prices have to go up. So I think it, the natural flow of supply and demand could take it to 100000 do I think you'll stay at 100,000? I think it'll be very volatile for a very long time, um, maybe 10 to 15 to 20 years. Uh, and so do I see the US dollar currency falling in the next five to 10 years? No. Could Bitcoin hit 100,000? Yeah, it could definitely hit 100,000. But if it's still being traded more on derivatives and spot, then it's not going to stay at 100,000. It'll probably drop back down to 20 and then go back up to 60. And so it's going to be a very volatile asset until we start to see it mature. And a lot of that is going to have to do with an ETF needing to be approved, right? It's, it's, it's been something that we've been trying to get approved for the last two years, and it's continuously getting declined by the SEC. You know, so there's a lot of things that, that come from that. And so, you know, so there's a lot that, that need to be done here. Uh, but realize that it is possibly one of the only solutions to 
the central bank's printing currency and the effects of that long term because we don't know what happens long term. That's the issue here. We don't know the long term effects. The only time we've started quantitative easing was in 2008. And obviously it led to a very, very strong bull market, but it's also leading to a very strong crash. And so it'd be interesting to see where things go from here. Um, do you think the bottom will happen before? I think the bottom will happen well, in, before you can see, uh, you know, it really depends on where you are in time frame. But I think that the halving is going to happen. I think we'll see lower prices after the halving than we will before the halving. Uh, but to say that that's the bottom now versus then, we don't know the timeline, but I don't think the halving is going to be an instant trigger. I think it's going to take a few months as it did back here in June before we saw that quick run up to the upside. And so I hope that answers your question. You know, you can see, of course, here is when we saw and that's exactly when that 200 week and 50 week crossed and that just recently happened and the halving is coming up just like this scenario here where this happened, the halving came up, we went up. And so the question is, do we go back into this trend to see that price action back to the upside? Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys on the discord. I am out snipers.